Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Professor Eric Cam, Professor of Macroeconomics at Toronto Metropolitan University, is with us, staying with the World of Finances, the Bank of Canada, this week. Well, I never know whether it's this week on Sunday or last week. I don't know what it is. Anyway, a couple of days ago. Bank of Canada raised its interest rate by a full percentage point. Last time I think they did that was 1997. Professor Cam, good to have you with us. That's a long time between interest rate hikes of 1%. What do we need to know? Uh, It's a pleasure, Roy. Well, what people should know is look at that spread between then and now, and then people will realize that that 1% jump is not only monumental in and of itself, but really speaks to where we are today. I mean, we are used to in our lifetime 0.25 or 0.5% increases or decreases. And then there, we know that there's a generation of people alive today, Roy, younger than you and me, who've never even heard of inflation. And in fact, just as a side story, I know a few people that write economics textbooks that were questioning not that long ago, should we take inflation out of the textbooks since it's not even germane anymore to the Canadian economy. So what does the 1% mean? It means that we are getting to a point of crisis, and it means the severity of the inflation, this spiral, is gaining and not losing speed. I mean, inflation was 7.7% in May. And as you just said, why would you believe Putin? I question why you would believe Trudeau. And I know that this 7.7%, Roy, is only going to go up past eight very quickly. Yeah. So an email as well, a couple of days ago, from a listener who said, those numbers, you know, Mr. Green, you tell us 7.7%. Please call me Roy, by the way. Everybody. Um, with the exception of a few politicians. He said, what, what does that mean to me? 7.7%. Give me something I can work with. 7.7% inflation means nothing to me. What means something to me is when I go to the grocery store and I see what it costs me or go to the gas station and I see what it's going to cost me to fill up my car. So that to me made a lot of sense. We run numbers by listeners and I'm, I'm not the most astute individual when it comes to numbers. I've never had a mind that works numerically. Um, so, how do we how do we better explain this to ourselves? Well, you know, Roy, I, I I don't like when people say, "Well, I don't understand this," or "These are pie in the sky figures." Because there's two types of people in an economy: there are people that have debt and people that don't have debt. And for better or for worse, the number of people that have debt is much greater. So let's actually just nail this down. If you have a mortgage of four hundred thousand uh, dollars, and the rates go up. By 1%, your monthly mortgage payment is up $400. That's $100 a week. And so there's a nice concrete number for you. And noted that most mortgages in this country are actually much greater than $400,000, believe it or not. It doesn't take very much looking and researching, Roy, to find out what this 1% means. And also, remember, this 7.7% number is an average. It means that some things are lower, but many things are much greater. And it means that the things that affect us most are going up the most as a percentage. And it's very scary for you, for me, and for everybody who has to spend money, Roy. Yeah. That's why I like to talk to you, because you're able to put it into perspective for all of us. But for me, I see numbers, and uh, I understand them to a point. But after a while, my eyes start to glaze over, because my mind just doesn't like 
that kind. I've, I've never been strong in math. I can do it, um, but I've never really. Um, I, I want. I want different kind of explanation, and that's what that listener was trying to get through to me. I think. So, um, what do you see? Going forward, do you think the uh, the Bank of Canada is going to jump another percentage point? At one point, do they do they start to realize, uh oh, recession? Um, they have no choice but to realize, uh oh, recession. But they also have no choice but to boost the prime rate another one percent. I mean, I don't have a crystal ball, so people can't write me if it's 0.75 or 1.25. But if you're asking me to give you a guess, yes, I think it's going up another one percent because the bank of canada realizes that they're in this alone they should have a partner in this the partner should be the government of canada but the government of canada right now has better things to do so the bank has to address this inflation all by itself and the only way it can do that roy is to raise the interest rate and it is going to do it again and it is going to do it sharply and i guarantee you after that we'll talk again and our substance of our conversation will be well what happens now and the answer sitting here today is God only knows. Well, when do you expect them to uh, kick it up another point? Before the summer is over. So you say that the government of Canada should be the partner, and clearly they're not, because the government of Canada, if it was doing what it was supposed to be doing, would not be pointing to the Russians as being the solution to European natural gas issues. We'd be pointing at ourselves and saying, why the hell didn't we do it? Because we have the natural resources. We just don't have the infrastructure because we have a government that's in place that has no time for logic on this matter. All they want to do is tell us over and over about climate change. I understand their argument. I also understand the reality that's going on in the world. And we have the option. We have the opportunity. A few years ago, Dr. Cam, we were going to be the supplier of energy to the world. Now we're not. And we're leaving to, to, to Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, and other unsavory characters on the world scene. Roy, I mean this sincerely when I speak to your listenership, and I respect them a great deal. Stop the insanity. Stop blaming other countries. Stop blaming other nations. Stop blaming anybody but this country for where we are today. It's true. We are in a world economy, and we're influenced by, and we influence the world. But our supply chain problems and our inflationary problems are a direct result of decisions that our government made two and a half years ago. Nothing more, yeah, even nothing longer. less. Even longer. So even the, the, whole, longer. the whole point of this, this government, uh, this, this federal government of ours, elected by the skin on their teeth with the lowest popular vote in any government federally elected in Canada in the history of this nation, let's keep that in mind, um, this government has not been able to focus on the necessities and the realities. We have the opportunity. We had the opportunity. I don't know if it still exists or not. But we had the opportunity to create the infrastructure, to provide the world with the energy the world needed, and we were going to be doing that, and then Mr. Tudor decided otherwise. Otherwise, that's what happened. So here we and, are. And, and that's right, Roy, and that's the number one questions my students have is after they read the chapters on comparative advantage and opportunity cost, they say, shouldn't Canada be a provider of energy and a provider of natural gas and a provider of crude oil? And I say, yes. And then they say, well, why aren't we? And I say, if you can figure that out, maybe one day you'll be prime minister and offer me a position in your government. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green.
Have a great weekend.